Right, good afternoon folks. Um, County Road Bobblers here for the uh, the old bobble cast. Um, it's the same cast as last week actually, isn't it? So the old uh, Witch and Mitch are here. Yeah, Big Mitch. And Big Mitch again. Um, so I'll just go around and introduce yourselves again. Uh, for anyone that didn't listen to last week, so it's David Witcherly. It's a little bit more um, subdued this week, isn't it, than, <laughs> than last time. We had, a, we had a good few few bottles of red wine last Six time. bottles of wine, at least in Southern Coffee. In fact, I'll be honest, I don't even remember the last bubble cast. <laughs> uh, go on, you give your name, Mitch. Well, you know me, it's Mitch, isn't it? So, uh, I'm, uh, into it. I'm Big Al Mitch. Um, so, before we start, anyway, you can tell already we're a bit happier this week, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, just about. Definitely. Much improved performance. Um, best performance of the season by far. Mm. The team is spot on. I don't know whether it was uh, forced upon the manager. Mm. Um, the lads who came in added mobility to the team. Yeah. Much more better shape. And uh, all in all, it was a 2-0 Iden mm. West Ham. They were lucky to get off the pitch with just two goals. Yeah, could have been more. Well, should have been more, really. Yeah, outstanding. Um, at least just to say, what what was the worry, eh? The worry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, anyone was worrying about who was going to win yesterday. The other day, weren't we? <laughs> I'm going to be in that bottom three for long. <laughs> but uh, it's mad, isn't it? Because like you're, you're there over the years. Obviously, we, we give the copites down the banks over the years about winning the league in October and whatever else. I said, but you know. It's fine margins, isn't it? And we are in we are early days, you know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. We're in October, one win, bunch of straight up there again. You know, we're one actually so we were even points with Man United uh, after they slipped up at the end there. Gang of gobshites. and uh, and obviously, how you feel it. Yeah, and obviously Spurs now, you know, you are what they're in Champions League finals and only one point above us, only two points above us. Yeah. So yeah. It's fine margins in that league, isn't it? And it doesn't discount away from things we should have done better. But, you know, equally it shows you, if you get a bit of a run of form, what, what can happen? Well, hopefully we stumbled on our best 11 now. Mm. Gomez, him and the team. He's the one of the yeah. I don't think we won a game when he's not played, have we, this season? Every oh. game we've won, he's played. Tom Davis, both time he was picked, we've been going on for weeks. Where is he? Why is he not playing? Mm. Schneiderland too negative for me, and unfortunately I think Father Time's caught up on Seamus at right back. Yeah. Again, mm. we're asking why uh, Kenny had been allowed to go out uh, on load. I understand what Brands was saying about giving them minutes, mm. but I, he should have been getting his minutes for Everton. But this is a DB, I know it's only uh, one game, he's not going to get carried away, but he was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Linked up brilliantly with Walcott. Walcott's best game for a long time. Mm. Didn't agree with his man of the match award in the daily <laughs> dinner. I've got to say, but he played excellent. For me, Gomez and Tom Davies ran the show. The outstanding. Yeah. Dominated the game. And I hope, I, I hope he doesn't make any changes with the Brighton game. Yeah. But I, I don't know what his manager. It's nice to have two central midfielders actually going forward. Yeah. Rather exactly. than going side to side and back, isn't it? You know, yeah. so. Well, we talked about this, haven't we? And it's like. Um, you see, you know, you go on Twitter and that, and you see a lot of people go on about four, two, three, one, and not wanting to play it. And I put like a, my team out before the game, and I, you know, I had stuck with the four, two, three, one. I'd said to play Gomez and Davies in midfield. I think I'd gone for Richardson central, mm. but with Keane up top and Kelfi right. Yeah. But you know, it was clear for me. For sometimes it's not the formation; it's about who plays within that formation, and that can change the approach totally. 
and mm. what are you flexible. Yeah, flexibility. I, I, I think it's. I think when Gomez is there, I, that he's the one. Do you know what I mean? And um, although me, as well, to be fair, a Wobi in the ten. Yeah, yeah, something different, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit more legs, energy, pace. He, so he links up well with the Carlson and links up well with Walcott. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as you said before, the interchanging of them players and Bernard as well. Yeah. It's something we've not had with there are other formations this season. I know. Um, we are much more flexible, much more mobile. And as I say, you know, we have to wait nine weeks, nine games for this performance. Mm. Let's hope we don't have to wait for another nine games. Let's hope we can build on this. But I was gonna say they've got to build on it, you know. Next game Brighton, isn't it? Yeah. Um you know, definitely winnable that. So I think it'll be a different type of game, the Brighton game as well. I mean, we'll go into Brighton in a bit, but they play a bit of football, don't they? You know what I mean? Graham Potter's stuck over there, and he's, he's trying to get them playing a bit of forward-thinking football. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how we cope with that as well, you know, because at the end of the day, it'll probably reflect how we play against the better teams, because they like to come on us as well. And, mm. and, and really speaking, back in the last season, we showed we can we can do well against some of the top teams. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. sometimes we struggle against the teams lower down that want to sit back and play the low block against us. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they can, like you I, say, I, carry I, that's that what's on. That's frustrating, though, isn't it? As a blue, like you know, we've got that performance in us. You've seen it at the back end of last season. Players you've got the play- Yeah, that's what I mean. You've seen it at the back end of last season when we were like beating the likes of Chelsea and Arsenal and United and stuff like that and. Like, that's why it's frustrating as Blues, I think, the way they've played this season. Because you know they've got it in them. You, you know that they can do it. You know what I mean? So if they can carry on like that, you know, fingers crossed anyway. Well, the thing about it too, there's a lot of good partnerships on, yeah. uh, on Saturday. I'm made up Bernard's back of the team uh, because, as well as all we played down the left, mm. it's, it's better with... I think Digny went off a bit. Yeah. When Bernard they've just got play. that understanding, haven't either two of them? Exactly. Mm. And... Same down, wavelength. And down the right, with Walcott and Sadibi. Yeah. Pace. Yeah, pace down the right. The overlaps from Sadibi, the one series we were playing with Walcott. We've not had that for ages. Mm. Um, and for me, the pass, I said before, the pass of the day was uh, Sadibi's pass to Wobi when the keeper made the save from him, which would have made it too. Sounds to get the impression you really like Sadibi. Uh, I know. Doesn't shut up about him. That's in a Martina, isn't it? <laughs> Alan Sadibi, we're going to have to start calling him, aren't we? Big Al Sadibi. I just hope he's going to score an Oggy on Saturday. He's agent or something. <laughs> but, he, you know, it's fair, fair shout, Dad, and I think, was it the um, the cup game when he last plays? Yeah, I And I think it was that the switch Lincoln. inside, wasn't it? We yeah. created a goal. Was it Dominic Calvert-Lewin's goal, was it? Yeah. He'd think the fall. It's like a nice little move, you know what yeah. I mean? Where I think sometimes Coleman does get a bit centrist where he, he, he just looks for the same type of attack all the time, the overlap. He cross, he's the front man now. Mm. That's yeah. what I seem to see. Mm. And you know, you know, you don't want to have an old Seamus because he's been a great, uh, yeah. a great saving for us, but time stands still for no man. Mm. And the game's moved on. That's and it. it, it, it happens. Yeah, it's, it happens to, well, Kale. Jags, mm. Baines, you know what happens? There's no, no shame in it. You know, we should just be like Baines, you know, you're, you're still part of the squad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just hope it's not that one officer to you because I'm going to look stupid now. <laughs> if he has a nightmare, I'll answer. <laughs> I think, you know, picking up what you said there, Alan, I said, you know, you talked about like chemistry, and we've seen over the years good chemistry in, in positions. You know, we've had the days of like, um, I mean, you'll probably be able to go back further than this, but um, <laughs> not, to, not to get ageist or nothing, but, uh, you know, I remember like Baines and Pienaar was when I was growing up, yeah. you know, and and probably Gravis and Carsley, and they had a bit of an understanding there, you know, and, and sometimes, and you know, even going centre half partnerships, sometimes chemistry is everything, and it, you know, 
if you were to put your best 11 individual players on the pitch, it would have been totally different than what was on the pitch at the weekend, but it worked. Yeah, and there's some chemistry there, isn't there? Yeah. And Moyes was good at finding that chemistry. Um, not to say, you know, but I think Silva needs to find his chemistry within the squad and get his best 11 working together and everything. Maybe we were a bit closer to what we've seen all season about getting that chemistry. Yeah. You know, I mean, what partnerships do you think were the best on the pitch at the weekend? You know, what, what works well? Yeah. The engine room, isn't it? Yeah, the Davis Gomez. You know, um, as you already mentioned, what the flags were. To be honest, all over the, the whole team, mm. it was it was nice to come away and you've actually enjoyed the game for once. Mm. Yeah. You'd be able to watch matches of the day. The only partnership I'm worrying about, to be honest, is the centre halves. Mm. Still for me, they're not dominant enough. Um, I thought Mina played really well, and Keane played okay. But Mina's picked up this injury now. We don't know whether he's going to be fit at the weekend, and that's going to be a massive blow. Mm. Because for me, if he's going to go back with Holgate, he's too small for for, for the centre half. Yeah. You were talking about the kids in the under 23s. Yeah, Gibson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. He could come in and do a job, couldn't he? Um, I, we don't know. I don't know how serious it is the injury with Mina. Hopefully, it's. But I still think that's a position that we have got to improve mm-hmm. and make uh, well, we a number one priority in January. You know, we were saying before, he, the save Pickford done, that block from Mina, he actually slowed the ball down. Yeah. And I don't think anybody, anybody's really mentioned it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, insane. And uh, well, that what the save from uh, West Ham from attack. Yeah, like he just threw himself at it, but it just took the pace out a little bit. But, um, what I want to say about that, right, is you know we got a smile on our face from the weekend, but the referee made two awful decisions mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. including that the lead up to that save. Yeah, which we could have ended up losing. It was the foul one. <laughs> <laughs> so Davey, he obviously uh, targeted the best player in the kitchen, kicks to Davey. Big Alsa Davey's going on again. That was clearly oh. a goal kick. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, typical Did you see- style. Only because Mina got a, a you know, deflected a great save and picked it up and won. Yeah. In the game, he should have been 0-5-0, I think. I'll tell you, from that clip, though, Rich Alson picking up Sadivi. Yeah, he was off the pitch, wasn't he? And he? That probably said it all about the day. They were yeah. well up for it, like... You know, it's a, it's a fair point, this as well. I know that we, you know, it's each team has got their own case to say, like, that they're unfairly dealt with, you know what I mean, um, with VAR and officials and all that. But we too feel, I think as we do sometimes, you too see it, don't you? We, we mm. just don't get any rub, you don't get any luck at all. And this VAR, you know, I thought I had a bit of hope of VAR, thinking, all right, well, that might level the playing fields. Mm. But it, I haven't seen any improvement with it, you know what I mean? You it know, seems that we're getting the same bad decisions. Some teams <laughs> make a bigger thing out of VAR when it doesn't go for them. Mm. You know, we've seen it over the weekends where managers who've had a lot of luck with VAR decisions this season mm. has had one against them and the dummies come out, I'm not naming any teams or <laughs> any managers, I don't have to. No. Everyone else has um, named individuals, but the other awful mistake, that was the uh, Mina goal. The Mina goal, yeah. yeah. It was a terrible, when we were at the match, we thought the goal had been disallowed because the corner had gone out and then come back in. Yeah. And no one was really arguing. And it was only today when I was watching it on Sky on the on the ref watch, I found out what it was disallowed for. Yeah. It was an awful decision. And Mina was found. He pulled back. actually pulling at him, So they? why was as and you know, when I was at Ed, but uh, Stephen Warnock said, well, if Gomez found uh, the, the West Ham as the blocker, why wasn't it pulled back on VAR for the tug on Mina? England were getting um, penalties in the World Cup every game for that that foul. Yeah. That was evident. 
You don't even go to that. Yeah. Oh, no. That should have been two 0 Yeah. Game set and match. But in the end, we're hanging on for another for the mistake that came up the other end. Mm. And you know, we, we might have been talking about a different result. We might have been questioning Marco Silva today. He's got a yeah. week off as because we've won. Yeah. Right. But say we lost that or drew it, and we're still in the bottom three, down to them two mm. refereeing decisions, which again they never even match of the day. They never even showed you the disallowed goal. Nah, I know, day. I know. Yeah, that was yeah. that wasn't and it? there was another disallowed goal which I missed because I was having a burst at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. Three match volleys. Yeah, so I don't know what that was for, but Charlton had a goal disallowed too. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I think um, we've done really well to overcome mm. everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the problem though, isn't it? Because like obviously like VAR came in and um, it was like soldiers, this kind of all right, well, we've got the technology now, everything's gonna be fine. But ultimately what's happening is that the referees are deciding when it goes to VAR and when it doesn't. Mm. And then behind VAR you've then got ex referees mm. who are mates with the referees around the pitch. And you know, call me a cynic, but uh, I don't think they want it in, you know. I seen a stat the other day. They were talking about it. They said about uh, that still oh, we're in October now, and there's still been no decision um, by far to give an opposition team a penalty. Now, that's no. how, you know, if you look at the World Cup, how many decisions were given because yeah. of that? Mm. You know, obviously our our old favourite there, Jed Arte, the fail went down the, the weekend. Mm. Clear penalty. You know, all day it was a penalty, nailed on penalty. Didn't even look at it. But surely. I think the referees almost are protecting themselves because they don't want to send it to VAR in case they're wrong. Mm. So it's like the old boys club looking like, after each like other, do you know what I mean? It's like the players, they can't even celebrate the goal. No. No one they score because you're waiting, aren't you, for a couple of minutes. And unless you're going to use a problem for me, you can't have ex-referees from England looking after the mates because it's just going to become like a, a farce, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But, mm. What I can understand, it was well kind of publicised that there was no English referees in the last World Cup because they were basically the shite, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, why have we got we've got the highest grossing league in the world? All that money's getting pumped into it. Guy in Interesters, they're watching it right across the globe from Saudi Arabia to America. Everywhere you go, it's all about the Premier League. We've got foreign managers, we've got foreign coaches, we've got foreign players, we've got foreign physios. But then we've got to have English referees. Mm. Surely we have the best referees in the world. Surely it's got to be time now where they say, well... The only thing I'll say with my uh, experience with the best referee in the world was the uh, Italian Neil Brenner. Oh, Nicolini, Nicolini. No, yeah. Okay, yeah. when he robbed us of the uh, European champions going... Um, the skeleton. Getting three. Yeah. Um, absolutely disgraceful decision. Mm. Don't... Yeah, I understand. Anyway. I understand. Enough I, just of go, that. I just want to go back to the, uh, the game on um, Saturday, though, because... I, I know he was only on for eight minutes or so, but Bruce Keane came on and it was, he, he looked he looked good where he played him, played him down the right. Mm. Um, he looked fit, he was tracking back. Strong though, weren't he as well? And he done well, I think it was, did you have a hand the second goal? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he, had, he did. Yeah, he created another chance for Sigurdsson. Yeah. But he, he looked, I, mean, I know it's only eight minutes and he's going to carry it away, like, but he, mm. I think that's his position. Yeah. Down the right. Powerful lad. And yeah. I think he's another... I, I, mean, I don't want to go on about Sadiq, I've not mentioned him tonight, <laughs> but I, I'd love to see I'd love to see Bruce Keane in front of Sadiq, as well as World Cup played, yeah. and as I said, I don't agree with his man the match in the Daily Mirror, yeah. he plays well, yeah. I wouldn't be wrong, I wouldn't change the team at all Saturday, they've won, they all earned the, the shirts Saturday, Brighton, but I'd love to see um, Bruce Keane mm-hmm. in front Another of Another option though, isn't it? So the, pace, the, the pace in the team. Yeah. 
you know the good the good thing as well. You know, when we sign a forward, sometimes um, it probably leads us on to what we were talking about. About so we'll skip on to get another nine position. Obviously, with Charleston played there, um, but I think that we want to see out of our forwards the ability to track back a bit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. The ability to make tackles, they're you know, not just standing on the pitch being a number nine. We want more than that. They want to lead from the front, they want to be powerful, whatever. But Rooney, when he was coming through, obviously Moyes used him on the wing, didn't he? When he was younger, mm. and then obviously yeah, yeah. Rooney moved for inside. You know, everyone's been a victim of that. Ronaldo, who's probably one of the best strikers that the game's seen, he started off on the wing and he's Calvert Lewin started, he started Calvert Lewin down the wing yeah. didn't he and now obviously moved him inside now so so you know the number nine positions are definitely a debate for us all to have you know obviously Richarlson they, they went with the, the highest scoring player last season and they moved them all centrally that seems to make common sense now you think about it and you know Richarlson on Saturday night the West Ham I've already touched on the referee before how poor he was mm. right he gave Richarlson no protection at all I think West Ham went out there, obviously the timelines and another game he made a bit. Mm. It was a very, very uh, experienced professional performance by yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and I'll keep him up there. As he's unlucky as well. Unlucky in the post, post there, yeah. You know. But he, 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 he looked uh, much more hungry and much more late than he has done for the previous games this season. Mm. Is that moving him into, I think into the central? I think it will be. Yeah, just buzzing around. Uh, just, yeah. yeah, because then two closing down there back four is the best that we've had, as well as DC has worked all season mm. on his own. He had support with, uh, with Charles and, and finished the World Cup and Bernard also. They, they were tough and then Tom Davis. But Awobi was up there, second man closing down all the time. Yeah. And I think that gave the Charles a bit of a breather. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's a bit of a hipster word, but uh, being dynamic. I like the word being dynamic, being fluid. And, you know, the ability to, to, for players to take chances. You know, Tom Davies, for as young as he is, isn't afraid to a one-touch pass forward or to take someone on. You know, for such a young lad, obviously he's over 80 appearances for Everton now. Mm. Uh, at 21, that's outstanding, do you know what I mean? For, by any stretch of the imagination, but, he, you know, he's captured in England yep. 23s and he's, he's taking chances. And, and we need more of that, do you know what I mean? I agree, team. which I agree. Mm. But all I'm saying is that I don't think Tom Davis would have started that as a Schneider Schneider Ninja dropped. I thought he wasn't even on the bench now, I think it was a man in knock or something. Well, if Schneider and Zelf had been available, I don't think Davis would have started. Mm. He should have started he should have started early in the season because he is the future. Yeah. Right? And I think it's when, he, when yeah. he first burst into the team. He was the first name on the team I'd put down all the time. Yeah. And he, he should have been the captain of the team on Saturday as well. Yeah. Not taking him. Then says the EV captain, no? <laughs> it's Everton captain. <laughs> so it, it's one of them, isn't it? You know, uh, you know keep. keep yeah, there's no airs and graces on these uh, bubble casts. We're, we're in a bar with the lads speaking. Estrella. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's the way we want it to remain because, you know, at the end of the day, blues are blues. Yeah. We're not going to be any kind of like studio or not any time soon. No, no, it's what um, we do, isn't it? it? It's just our little thing. We go to the pub, we, get, we have a drink, we get blasted, we don't remember the game sometimes. But, or the uh, podcast. Or the podcast, or bubble cast. The bubble cast, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I don't even know, remember the name of it. It's our, it's our kind of little thing like and we don't want to change away from that um, but it, it, it's one of them isn't it you know we were talking about uh, chemistry and all that and there's a bit of an argument there and Morgan Snyderland's not a bad player we're not saying he's a bad player but sometimes he plays the safe ball 
And I just want to see. Most of the time he does. Most of the time he does, yeah. <laughs> you know, he does the odd switch across the park. And yeah. he is actually, you know, he's, he does that old sweeping pass. He does quite a lot. But yeah. what I like about Tom Davies is he, he's got guts. You know, sometimes he's, he always seems checking the shoulder and all that. You know, the stuff you grow up doing and all that, you're at a higher level. Mm. But he's always looking for that forward pass for me. Yeah. And he'll take it, you know, but he, and, and then not just pass it, he runs beyond them. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not afraid to then then run and then creates an extra threat for the team. Definitely. And all of a sudden you're moving players around. Yeah, yeah. And I will be done that. I was watching the other day. Obviously, I was in Iceland. Anyone that doesn't know. Um, oh, yeah. He's being all re- romantic in Iceland, proposing <laughs> to his missus. So, uh. Uh, I unfortunately missed the game at the weekend live. I, uh, I dragged my missus out to watch the yeah, second Yeah, but you, you had her on the phone, didn't you, watching me? Yeah. On the Blue Lagoon or something? <laughs> Iceland's What a place right to watch the match. And I wasn't missing it, so I made sure I watched it in the Blue Lagoon. Um, so I was sat there with my Cronenberg Blanc. Um, <laughs> giving it some uh, watching the second half and I, you know since then I've went back and watched the game at length yeah um, but you know I think we need more players with guts to take chances yeah and when well, you know it says a lot that a 21 year old has 80 appearances is captain in the under 23 side mm. and will take them chances and for me we need more of that and lesser safe players definitely yeah I mean which you know I bitch, I go on about it there's two defensive midfielders I, I hate but that's when it's two defensive-minded players, like, you know, Schneidlin. All right. I don't mind it when it's Davis and Gomez, because they will actually go forward. They will actually look to go forward instead of side-to-side side and back and, and stuff like that. For me now, that he's got Davis got to start now next game, Davis and Gomez. And just and let's, let's, have, let's see him with a little bit of a run in the team. You know, it's all right just playing them for a game, taking them out, and then playing someone else. I want to see him like play ten games on the bounce. You know what I mean? Get a bit of form going. Get a, you know, um, we know he's good enough. And you know, there's a lot of people last season who had the odd good game, and and they were like, oh yeah, but it's only in a cup game. Mm. Let's him see, but you know, it's like let's just just enjoy him for who he is. Yeah, he's a young, courageous. Footballer and a local lad that absolutely he loves, loves the, the he loves the club, doesn't he? You know, he, he? He represents all of us on the pitch. Mm. You know, he, he goes to war when he gets on the pitch. He's got his little low sock thing going on. Yeah, his long hair. He's got his little little swag. He's got his own on. style, hasn't he? But, but you look, you know, Jack Grealish got a dog's life eighteen yeah. months ago, and you know, you, you know, he's probably unfair not to be in the England team now. And you know, when we talk about the England team, they had Declan Rice on the pitch. You everyone says that Declan Rice is the best thing since sliced bread. If you listen to people, mm. Irish bread that is, because obviously, <laughs> but you know, uh, Declan obviously switched his, his, you know, his allegiances to England, uh, and he's a good player. He's a good, you know, he's a good lad. He could have got in Ireland's team, probably been a good player for years there. Mm. He tend, you know, he, he decided to take the risk of going to the England team because he knew that obviously the, the, the strength and depth. And the competition was always going to be hard to him, and good on him. Mm. And he's another good young player. But I think Tom Davies shows at the weekends, he's just as good as Declan yeah. Rice. And, you know, he, yeah, he can I, mix, I'd rather have Davies all day. He can mix it with the best of them, you know. And, and, and I've listened to people saying Declan Rice is worth 80 million, 70 million pounds. Mm. And my question then is, what's Tom Davies worth? Mm. You know, you, you're talking about, you know, a lad who, like, I just saw a tweet on here, on the Twitter saying, hey, both of Tom Davies spent the last eight months cruising down a bowl street on the skateboard <laughs> and he took Declan Rice to task. But yeah. you know, it just shows you everyone's talking about this lad being a good player, which he is. But Tom Davies is also, and sometimes you don't see what's immediately in front of you. 
And Leon Osborne was talking about it at the weekend. Yeah, I've seen that. And he was sort of Joe Cole, and he said that's the hardest task sometimes being a local lad. Mm. Um, he's got to he's got to impress everyone. His family and all that he was saying. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's got to reprove himself every twelve months. And yeah, sure, everyone loves getting this fifty million pound sign, as he says, and they become the focus. Mm. But sometimes the best things are, are within, mm. you know. And you know, well, they, we always, they're not the glamorous you know, ones, but you know. They do the job, and maybe you know, like we should have probably Leon Osman probably got, should have got a lot more credit over the years than he actually did. And I think Tom Davies, I don't want him to become a victim of that as well because no. well, we always bitch and moan, don't we, about bringing the young local lads through, and then when we do, they always seem to get targeted. I think. Well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, Instead of backing them. One of the ones, obviously, also was um, Ross Barkley. Yeah. You know, he got he got a ton of time to me. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Some of the best footballers in the game are sitting in the paddock, don't they? Because, yeah. uh, the advice to give out to the first team every Saturday. I know, I know. Um, but, you know, I would really don't do this to, uh, to Davis, you know, oh. because uh, we should be building a team around thanks to him. Yeah, John's okay. okay. He's well, a lion artist, isn't he? That's what he is. He's a scout's lion artist on the pitch. The scout's could do so. not that fast. Like you said there, Al, um, John Joe Kenny as well, you know, there's been a lot of talk about right back and. Uh, Obviously, you know, Seamus at some stage, you know, we'll have to be thinking beyond Seamus. And I think, to be fair, I think Sadibe's buy-on cost is like £12 million, Euros, which is £10 million, pounds, which for a World Cup winner. Well, let's not miss out. It, we missed out on Zuma. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's not a, now, is it, they've, they've got a guaranteed buy clause, so they can, they can buy him if they want. Yeah. And for me, that's pittance, do you know what I mean? Get him in and get John Joe Kenny back, you mm, know. So I, mean, I just thought I haven't got carried away, you know, with the... Uh, the Chang on Saturday and all that. <laughs> you know, I didn't have a bit of a hazy outlook after him, but, but he, I just hope he's this good on it. Wasn't a half twelve kickoff? <laughs> what time would you want? <laughs> well, I was off work, wasn't I? <laughs> twelve. Basically, you've got to start at least five hours before the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the county you no know, bobblers rule, really. The rule of thumb's five hours ish. Yeah, it's 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 not just about the match, it's the whole day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so twelve o'clock after yeah. Seven. So, yeah, so yeah. Well, until until this week the, the match has got in the way of the day, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, it's I think that, you know, the key message there for me is that sometimes you know, you've got the you've got the solutions within the squad. You've just got to use Which, it that's better. What we, we, that's what we've been saying, mate. We've, yeah, I think, we've I said, think they got the players there. We said all along, we have got the players. We're still one or two short of there. Yeah, of course. Even not. top six, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. I think Leicester, of course. I think Leicester will get in the top six before us. Yeah. But um, we, I think the players are there. And I think we stumbled on, on a, 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 a winning formation. And let's just hope he sticks with it this week. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Davis is in there. Yeah. Gomez is back. I think we should be. I mean, it was nice to see uh, was Benny on the, yeah. the bench. He was on the know, bench, yeah. Nice to see him back on the bench. And, yeah. You know, give these youngsters a go. Not like 20 minutes, or not like Lincoln City in the League Cup. Mm. But out there. That's what I was just saying to, to it then, like, no. Well, at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, giving Davis a run in the team yeah. instead of just playing him one game and then. Well, out, is, you know what I mean? This is what I hope that it doesn't change, because I. I haven't got that much faith in, in Marco, as you know. Mm. And I think if these players are available, mm. they'll get back in it. I mean, and what's the length? Of, what, what is? How long's Del Fal for? Um, no, apparently he was on the uh, he was on the first team coach the other day. Yeah. So he, he apparently he was he was borderline available. So I'm assuming that he'd be back for Brighton. But 
I don't get oh, me wrong. Mm. I like Del Face. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to hit. I think he had a good game against City as well, didn't he? I think yeah. it probably it probably disappeared. Well, you, say you, can't change, you can't change a winner. No, you can't change a winner. My main grievance is with Schneiderlin because I think he slows that the whole. You know, when you're in the engine room, your team's dictated by them, and mm. he slows us down. Isn't he? By yeah, side to side, back, side to side, back, mm. side to side, back, and here. I just hope that here Davis is in the team and no one's and well, no one should be talking. That it's, team won and it, it, It's a bit old school now, isn't it? Playing like the dedicated centre midfielder. Mm. Like I've seen obviously that we're hoping that uh, we get uh, L Pivot <laughs> on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. He's uh, he's obviously the uh, bit of a statistical mastermind with everything. Yeah. Um, I think Swansea have took him on the on the scouting team there as well. And you know, obviously we've been speaking to him this week mm. and he's looking to come on to the uh, one of the the uh, Bobler cast for us. Uh, but he calls it the old quarterback role mm. that Gomez plays. And you know, like you were saying there, you need someone who's dynamic in that role. You need someone who can pass the ball forward. Who can, you know, you don't need someone really that, that just knocking it six yards, six yards, he six yards. West Ham on uh, Saturday. West Ham were trying to sign him, weren't they? Uh, last season, and we were, um, and we were trying to we were closing in. They try and sign everyone. We try and sign them. And Only because I they don't got know it. He was just showboating towards the end, but their players were bouncing off him, mm. and he just looked head and shoulders above every one of them. That's what we've missed, haven't we? We've missed yeah. them. Yeah. Badly what, missed. What does your mum call them? The big sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little yum yum Bernard. <laughs> little yum yum. <laughs> little yum. <laughs> But uh, Mark Briggs at Noble was doing uh, 360s as he well, got wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, got, he got taken yeah. off, didn't he? He dragged off the alley Shepherd's Cook. He <laughs> was the one Sigurdsson put on his hat. A Wilshire, wasn't he? Jarvis. Yeah. Wilshire. What? I didn't yeah. realise how stocky he was. Mm. Wilshire. Yeah. He didn't get a chance to dive this week because he couldn't get near the ball. Yeah. That's all he used to do for Arsenal. I think it goes down. Yeah. Didn't get near it. Um, you take a Will's all and throwback, Wilshire, isn't it? All <laughs> <laughs> about yeah, the moves. Was a, <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Who's the left footer from Lomachenko? Oh, uh, yeah. That's the boxing. Yeah. Lomachenko. Yeah. Good yeah. job he wasn't starting. <laughs> <laughs> I was amazed. I don't know why he didn't start. Yeah, he came on, yeah. I think he, he put that cross in for a bit of a chance for them as well. He's a good mm-hmm. player. He, he is a good player. That was probably their best. I wouldn't even say it was a spell. But it was the, they had a little bit of a go when he was on. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was just dominant. It was a tune alive. And yeah. It was just a shame that we couldn't enjoy it until Sullivan scores as well. Yeah. End of the day, we had enough chances to win that game with one on ones. And, mm. and this is the difference between the two worldies. Yeah. But you've got to win with your bread and butter goals. And yeah. then you relax. Yeah. Football yeah. 90 second a worthy chance. But a game that we dominated. Mm. We weren't comfortable as a fan. Until a 90 second. I know, minute. I know. And that's the difference. Yeah. Awobi was great. I didn't say it was a good save, but Ali came with the scores. About six of Liverpool players with the scores. Wouldn't be in all honesty. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? Because, like, but, Sigurdsson gets that chance he scores. Does he make that run in the first place? I don't know. Um, and, and it probably leads on to what they're saying. Not, it's, it's like the Gilfie Sigurdsson conundrum, isn't it? It's like we know he's probably one of the best players in the squad. If you were to name your, your best eleven players, he'd certainly probably be in the top five, top three, maybe. You know what I mean? And he, he, there's no doubt in his quality. But it's it, it, we. I mean, are we letting him down rather than him letting us down? Because when guess, it was last season, he, he didn't let us down. He scored all the goals. Did he exist? Yeah, I maybe he set the standards that high last season. But I, like I said to you before, with I, I don't think it's helped having Gomez out. You know, like yeah. so he's had Snarling behind him and. Delphi were like probably more defensive minded rather than having 
Davis and Gomez, who go forward and get him, give him the ball. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. he, by his standards, he's not been great this season, but you know how, how much, what I think of him, how much I raise him. Yeah. I don't think I, he's, a, he's an absolute class act, and he showed it again. From at all. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't be putting him in a team on him. Um, no, he shouldn't, he shouldn't start. Be, you know. well, I'd like to see him, as I said to you before, um, deeper alongside Gomez. But then now the conundrums come up, because mm-hmm. Davis is coming to the team, yeah. so it's two from that three. So, but then, can you attack your back? You're back three, you're back four, so you're back three. You can't at the minute because we haven't got three centre halves to the club. Yeah. Mm. But there's what I mean about you know changing your shape in the game to, to, to win a game, that's to save a game. The good thing is, he's got you know options there now, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. You know, you've got Sigurdsson who can play there, Wobie who can play there, Bernard can play there. DCL didn't even get on, we get on the weekend? Yeah, so inside. he's got options there now. Like we, we've always said it, he's got the players there. You know, and he tried something different for once, and it worked. As I say, I think he was He'd probably forced, pushed forced into, into it, yeah. a bit because I think if Coleman, Delph, and Schneider had been all available, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they'd played that, that started. Mm. And I just hope that if they are available at the weekend, he doesn't change it. Yeah, keep, it, keep it the youngsters. Yeah, and you know, refreshing, wasn't it? Because yeah. it was, you know, and start using some of the other youngsters. Mm. As, as you know, just going back from uh, from Iceland where. Gilfie Ziggerton's the main man over there, isn't he? Um, well, the weekend, I hear. Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm over so as the uh, national hero um, after my performance in Reykjavik. Um, but uh, I was speaking to the, uh, as you do, a Man United's uh, Icelandic taxi driver um, who'd spent thousands going to meet Dennis Irwin and Phil Babb. I mean, I can think better ways to spend thousands of pounds than meeting Dennis Irwin and Phil Babb, but, you know... Each to their own, you know, he had his, his preferences, but you know, he, he was telling me he, he quite a knowledgeable fellow. Like he was telling me that uh, football in Iceland, that a lot of big corporations employ players in Iceland because the money's not that big, and they flagship them as their role model for mm-hmm. And the money's obviously made moving abroad. And now Gilfie came quite early on, and Everton trying to get a contract in these young kids. Mm. Didn't get didn't get the contract and you know until we ended up we ended up paying fifty million later on down the line for him. Um, Profit Everton. We've done a few it? times. Have we done Jack Elk was the same, wasn't he? Baines yeah. from Bosnia. Yeah. But yeah, we, either way, we like to do it that way, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was saying for him for the you know obviously he's their main player for the Icelandic national team. He, he told me that that Gilfie Sigurdsson. I mean, I'd like to fact check this one, but uh, he told me that Gilfie Sigurdsson was the ninth. Most passed to player in the Everton team. And now he, he told me a few statistics that did stack up actually, and I thought he actually knows his stuff here. And you know, although he's a United fan, he kept a keen interest in Everton because of Sigurds. Why? And he had to, yeah. We lose interest. It, it, it causes enough pain after that. But you know, it's probably a thing, isn't it? Because a lot of if you were an opposition manager, you know, a fella scores some goals do, do for you know, the other team, do you know, and you would try and mark him out and make it hard to pass to him. So he's at, he's he 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 you know almost when he's in that ten he's easy to mark, isn't he? Do you, do you know what I say about that though? Does that say more about us going back? Who's number one, Pickford? Because all he's seen, all he's Possibly seen so, to do yeah. is like go side to side and back. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Um, but no, like you say, I don't think he's 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 been a problem anyway. He's nah. he's, he's a good player, cracking player. It's more it's more. I think we, the I think you're number ten. Accommodating them, you'd expect them to be like a tennis player camp who. Just always scores, creates, just bit, you know what I mean? You always look to him, don't you, as your match winner? Mm. Um, 
so when he doesn't do it, he's you, you know, you know, the you point your finger at him, don't you? Type of thing. Where where Jacker should be checking his best position, then go on. I'll go round all flavours. My best position for him, and this is talking about what anyone said already, is I do like him on the right. The right, yeah, with he, play, he played there for Swansea. A lot of the time when he plays as a ten, he, he floats out to that right side naturally, and his assist and open play tend mm. to come from low crosses that he sweeps in quite early. But, you know, obviously Walcott played well the weekends and what have you, but for me, that you know, if, you, if you're incorporating the side, I would, I would, I'd like to a Wobi or Bernard on that side, and in wide. Mm. Um, but where would you, where, what, what was yours? We'll move round. I'd like to see him, I, I keep going on about the one defence midfield, I just with one sitting. And who t- who and t- sitting? At the moment, probably Davis. Yeah. Um, I think when he broke through the team and he was playing more there, he was excellent, really. Mm. You know, rather than further forward, six roll. Um, because he's a good tackler. He just play it simple, win the ball. But I, I like the two midfielders. So he could be sitting, but then two attacking midfielders. So, so you could have Sigurdsson and Gomez bombing on. So it's more of a three, as more of a three in the midfield. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'd, I'd like to see him. I, I think the number ten role. No, I don't think it's ever really worth for us, has it? No. When we try to play players there, and you know, the world we might be the answer. But if you talk about Sigurdsson, I would like to see him. In the midfield, with in a three bombing forwards with somebody else. That's Rude where, I, that's where I'd like to see him. Cause I think he's a clever player, um, and I'd have Gomez next to him because Gomez, the goal I remember against Wolves when yeah. when he drove forward and he's got it in his locker. You could, you know, you could have them two bombing on, couldn't you? Yeah, three at the back or four. I'd just go four, but instead of having two defensive midfielders, I'd have one and two attacking. Instead of two defence midfielders so and one. They're getting up to support. Uh, yeah, yeah. The old Crosby Stewart formation, you know. <laughs> you know, two bombing and one sitting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm disagree with That's where I'd like to yeah. see him, personally. But I do think he needs to be a bit more nimble footed in the ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a great striker of the ball and he's a great player. And I, you know, as I say, I, I, I probably agree with it. Mm. I wouldn't have him on the right. Right, because mm. I like pace down the wing. Yeah. And I, I want to see this. I want to see Keane down there now. Mm. Hey, been here now a couple of months. Give him a chance Good down points, the right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, and then, right in the game, then give him a little go through for 15, 20 minutes when the game calms down, and then bring him back out again. Just keep swapping around. And I think that's where what Richard is so good because yeah. you, he he can play. He can go up there for. 10 minutes and then, then comes to the him, right him, you know right, swap right. around just keep mixing it up just asking questions instead of just playing the yeah. man up front some of the time for the full 75 minutes and then you know when the substitutes are going to come I mean, maybe that's so that's why I worked at the weekend because you know obviously I've, I hate saying I've watched it on the telly I like being at the game but uh, obviously I had no choice proposing to be here so it's no excuse uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think we've got to watch the, the bobblers that one but uh, obviously I watched it back at length and you know a lot of the time I've seen Richards and ended up on the left Bernard Central I've seen Richards and ended up on the right mm-hmm. Walcott Central yeah. yeah and the old interchange and yeah. you know it's something we haven't probably done we should be more fluid in that attack and I think the type got of the players, players to do it as well there, yeah it works yeah. you know it's not rocket science is it you know playing your, your top scorer as a central player Mm-hmm. And you know, he had the chances. I don't think it's anything against Moyes Keane or, or Dan McCall that they're in because I heard, but you know, a couple of people says, well, that says they're all about our strikers. Well, for me, it doesn't really. Um, both of them are young lads, both of them are laying the game. And Richardson is now a regular for the Brazilian national team. And you know, I grew up idolising Brazil. You know, everyone likes Brazilian players. You know, this lad is going to the very top. And he's got, you know, his record for Brazil speaks for itself. 
you know, you're putting a premium striker, a premium player who's already, you know, at that world class. You know, he's, you want to see more consistent in the Premier League, but obviously the goals he scored last season mm. speaks for itself. You're putting him in a position where he's more central. That doesn't, for me, knock Dominic Campbell in the normal he's key. Mm. It says to me that you're just acting a bit smarter at this present time. Yeah. You know, and like Rooney played in the wing when he first came through, Ronaldo played in the wing, you know. You, Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to work these players as they get older and get them into these positions. And you know, for me, Richardson starts again like Alan and Lee. You said he's the same star on eleven, and then maybe you do bring, like you said, Moise Keane onto the right wing, and then you gradually move him inside. It's you know, there's options there, isn't it? You can see three positions in a game, mm. not in a season. You know I mean, mm. as you said there, I mean, you all said it, 15 minutes here. Moving out, team out the final line, then pushing back up when the game slows down. Mm. Yeah, well, he's still adapting to the English football as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, he's he done well. He's done well. Um, I know it was only a ten-minute cameo, like, but he's still done well. And, yeah. and creative chances. What could he do in ninety minutes there? Yeah. You know what I mean? A bit longer. Do you remember when Phil had slide tackle the goalpost? Yeah. Do you remember against Chelsea and Casiraghi scored down the only road end? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? What's, what's that going to do with it? He went to Phil Babb before. Oh, yeah. Phil Babb, you're in there. Phil Babb, agenda number seven. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember it, yeah. All the rain came off the bar. I remember it, I just remember it. I had that linked in with Moise Keane. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just a quick one as well. Um, we're going to go into the start at 11, but I want to just say a thank you and Mitchell echo this. Mitch is like our little design man in the team. So he's been doing the, the old t-shirts, the bobbles, and you know, obviously we had our two cover models, uh, Big Al Mix and Steve Mahoney, wearing them at the weekend. So yeah. Hopefully they'll be in Canada we'll got, soon with them. With we, them. <laughs> just wearing the bobblats and, and, and maybe some Speedo Mix sportswear. Johnny Tech. Well, uh, you know, we, we had to... We, we had an order over to the States the other day, didn't we? We did, actually, yeah, Ohio. Um, I don't think he well, sent it the other day, so hopefully he gets it soon. Yeah, um, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you just got to say, you know, it, it's incredible to be a blue anyway, because we're yeah. in the best fan base in the world for me. But, you know, to get the support from, from the lads within the club as well and, and to get the positive messages and, you know, yeah. it just helps, you know, it's it, it boss for us to be involved oh, in, like, the fan base. And if you can support us in the future, we'll be fucking made up. If you think we're a gang of knobheads, <laughs> then that's all right then as well. We'll just, we'll just shave back into where we were. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's nice, isn't it? Oh, it's uh, brilliant, mate. I love doing it. Um, yeah, so hopefully we can sell a few more of them. A few more bobble hats for the winter. And we've got um, we've got a meeting at uh, at Everton headquarters tomorrow in the Lava Buildings. Um, so Everton is always a supporter of you know any campaign you want to mention they get behind you. Um, Angie from the club has been absolutely excellent, and Rachel, mm. um, who I still don't know how she carries them big um, <laughs> the big banners for me. I've got a clue. <laughs> well, uh, she's a great girl, and you know credit to you know yeah. football club. I think we're meeting Rachel tomorrow at McAndrew, maybe there in Everton community. And we're looking at the, the old uh, knife crime, uh, which, you know, we need to stop this knife crime stuff. And we've been speaking to some really inspirational people for me. Um, over the last week or so, we've had um, Alan, you know, we spoke to Alan, Alan Cook again on Saturday. And I just want to say, you know, rest in peace, Sam Cook. Obviously, he lost his life um, two years ago, I think it was today. 
Um, he was obviously a massive Liverpool fan, but that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's a scouser. In this city, we support each other. Um, and Alan's an inspiration for me because he, you know, he the work he's done in this city uh, to try and make things better and to try and raise awareness. I'm sure that you know he, it's a credit to the city. Um, yeah. And you know. We, we, we wanted to deliver this in December. Obviously, we've got £140 now. There will be a bit of a, a campaign from Everton this week, hopefully. Um, and we're going to push ahead with getting that banner to raise awareness that, that knife crime's got to stop in this city. It's good. People have got to become toxic carrying knives. Um, and that's kind of what the County Road Bobblers want to do. We want to support the club. We want to talk about the club. We want to talk about what we see in the game. We want to you know get involved in the culture, creating a new culture. Um, and for me, knife crime's a massive thing in this city now. And uh, if if we as Everton fans can can tell the city it's not acceptable, forty thousand mm. of us, then it might make a difference. It will make a difference. Yeah. And it, even if it makes a if difference on in. one person not carrying a knife, then that, that that's good for me. You know. Yeah, yeah. And it echoes it. Get messages from someone like Alan, you know, who's lost his son um, and is a massive red. Uh, and a massive anti-knife campaigner supporting an Everton campaign to do better. You know, it shows you that we can come together. You know, we've mm. come together many times on, on, on big issues in the city and we need to continue to do that. Um, you know, yeah. we, we, we have the rivalry, which is good. It's healthy to have the rivalry. It's healthy to take the piss out of each other at times. But sometimes there's meaningful issues that we do need to come together as a city and as scousers as well. Um, mm. But, yeah... I'll end that there. We know there'll be more announcement this week, um, so tune in. And uh, mm. as of tomorrow, we should we should have more announcements in relation to that. Yeah. Likewise, uh, Sarah Halpin, who thinks you know a really good ambassador for Everton fans. Yeah, we're hoping uh, to do one with the next um, next week, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So Sarah's been in touch. Yeah. Great girl, does really good things at this club. And it's an inspiration for many, you know what I mean? She's, she's a top fan there. And hopefully we're talking about another win. And another win, yeah. <laughs> so it might be a second positive bubble cast <laughs> in, in, in uh, the matter of a week. At least we can remember this bubble cast. Can't uh, we? Of course, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe you might not remember the rest of the night after it. <laughs> but um, what I'll just say is start 11 next week, and I think we've probably answered it already. Yeah, same team. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It wouldn't be fair. Yeah. It wouldn't be fair, would it? Just a bit, yeah. little bit worried about Nina's injury. I hope he's all right, that, to be that's honest. That's the only problem, yeah. the same, wasn't it? Um, but, so, but apart from that, I'll keep the same team. Well, if he's fit, I'll keep the same team anyway, but he might be forced into that one, mightn't he? No, I agree. Yeah. You can't change the team. Let's yeah. hope we've got the, uh, the same thing next week. Yeah. Any other but, business, lads, or...? That'll do. I think we covered a few things there. We'll keep, the, keep supporting the bubblers. We'll, bring, we'll bring the pundits up on the telly next week. Yeah, yeah. Awful. <laughs> Awful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shite, aren't they? We do, we do, we, you know what? The more Leon Osman gets on the telly, the better, because we need top blues being involved. You know, and Kale. And yeah. Kale, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, well, I'd just like to say what a player Andy Inscliffe is now. He's a commentator. I know. I know he could kick the ball that wasn't moving, but... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't shed us in the best light sometimes, does he? No, I've got a story about Andy and Cliff, I'll tell you one day. Well, <laughs> <laughs> turn this off, you didn't tell us. <laughs> um, friendly and Jamie it was, but I'll come back to <laughs> So, right. o- over and out in the village in Crossby tonight, filming this one. Um, 
And uh, if you're still listening, well done to you. Uh, you're a better man than I am. Um, <laughs> well, thanks very much for the bobblers yeah. uh, over and out. And just tune in because there's going to be plenty more coming soon. Mm.